right. Hello and welcome to FXB. Oh, I'm on the boards. Madman's on the boards. Look out. Well, welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. I'm your host. I'm here alongside the, the Hillbilly Hippie. Just Hill Hippie. Hill Hippie. Okay. Uh, he's sitting in because our beloved Tom, he is in Florida, keeping his ass clean. And uh, EK, well, I'm not going to put him on blast, but uh, he's dealing with a, a situation. That's all I can really say. I let It's up to him <laughs> to explain what happens. But, you know, it's a hell of a thing to happen on this day, where it's the day where we announce that we are now FXBG Public Radio. And if you saw my YouTube channel video, Madman Lowercase, search for Madman Lowercase on YouTube and you can find me, find that video. Uh, that's where I actually made the announcement that we are now FXBG Public Radio. Because we've always been more public than you'd think. We're, we're kind of like a wishy-washy pirates. We were, anyway. And here know. I am in a bandana and a scruffy beard. I'm completely outdressed. Well, you know what? Somebody needs to handle the, handle the ropes and so forth. Well, I'm at the helm, okay? So we, if we start taking on water, you're going to have to bail, all right? <laughs> you got it. All right, good. Now, can you adjust the trim to the left, to the port? Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Didn't you just talk about that the other day? Uh, you know, I've, I've told you, you know, if I'm not here doing these shows, I'm watching YouTube videos, and lately I've been on a Sea of Thieves kick, and I just, I love it. I love it. I want... See, I'm afraid to play that game because I wouldn't get anything done. <laughs> I would lose myself in that game. Yeah, so that's a big announcement. Uh, supposedly, these podcasts are going to be ending up on iTunes. See, I don't use iTunes. I don't use that Mac piece of junk stuff. So if you could probably search for us, FXBG Public Radio on iTunes, or even Shock Monkey Radio on iTunes and find us. Uh, we're going to try to start doing that with our RSS feed and getting that stuff. It's a big switchover. Uh, we have the new uh, website, fxbgpublicradio.com. You can go there. It's all it's under construction, and it probably will be under construction for a while as we uh, expand and move over to the public radio aspects. So, welcome. Welcome aboard, FXBG Public Radio. And uh, it's public because, you know, if if you have an idea, you want to put in the work and the time and the effort to do your own podcast, hell, as long as there's time in the day. I mean, the only thing I can think of is if we get so many people wanting to do shows that there's just not enough time in the day. And a 24-hour studio sounds exhausting to me because I'm the one in charge. <laughs> so <laughs> You would have no life if that came to uh, fruition. But that would be okay. I mean, I understand hard work is part of what it takes to, you know, to be successful, and I'm down for that. So, you know, just get in touch with us. Uh, for now, you can email me at madman at fxbgpr.com. And uh, if you have any ideas, suggestions, you just want to yell at me for being a D-bag, I can understand. Just, you know, someone email me. I'm real lonely. <laughs> I just know to talk to, so I just sit there and watch YouTube videos. So. so having no life, you're already there, so you just need the people to come fill in the studio. Right. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I do produce content, obviously. I mean, I got plenty of things to say. And so if you think you're going to take the Tuesday 6 o'clock slot, you're out of your mind. Because I'm in charge of this, baby. <laughs> I'm in charge of this one. Um, so EK and I, we had uh, talked about how, you know, we need to get more connected with our community here in Fredericksburg uh, a little bit better. And I think that that's a wonderful idea. So I just want to tell you um, about what's going on. Over the next couple of days. Hell, even maybe what's happening today here in the Fredericksburg area. And if you're in the Fredericksburg area and you listen to our show, you know, hit me up. Madman at fxgpr.com. Thanks for listening. Let me know. Tell, tell more of your friends to listen because we're awesome. And if you want to do a show, hey, we could probably accommodate you. All right. Let's see. Uh, who wants to race for autism? The 5K and 10K is tomorrow, all day, April 4th, 2018, in Central Park. Uh, shopping, health, and fitness. And what's this? Oh, <laughs> it's just a description of it. Uh, it's 18 bucks. Sign up for the third annual Who Wants to Race for Autism? 5K and 10K. That's nice. Breakout game, spring break. Wednesday, all day. 
Come out. Come break our new room. Big Palookas Gym and Juice Bar. That sounds fun. Ah, uh, there's a book fair at Salem Elementary tomorrow. 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. That's a long time. Oh, I used to remember book fairs from my school. Weren't they the best? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, before, like, video games and smartphones and stuff like that, that oh, was... Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Choose Your Own Adventure books. Worth oh, yeah. Gold, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, driftwood art. Wow. That, uh, pff, I probably... Caledon? Saladon? See, I don't go to state parks, but it's a state park. Uh, interesting. Driftwood art. Hmm. Fredericksburg Center of Creative Arts. Huh. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh-oh. No. Okay, i got to go to the next page here. Anyway, I'm getting all this information from fredericksburg.com. I always like to go there and, you know, I mean, it's a good, I think, central hub. I know a lot of people aren't fans of a freelance star, but I mean, it is the town newspaper, you know, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. You yeah. got to take it with a grain of salt. You know, every, the people who run it are human. They're going to make mistakes. You know, if we chastise them for every mistake they make, then shame on us, you know? Yeah. All right. What's going on on Thursday? Lost stories found images, portraits of Jews in wartime Amsterdam. By Ann Mia Wolf. Thursday, April 5th, all day, at Ritterhof Martin Gallery. It's free. Powerful exhi- exhibition moves beyond the art world. Here we'll find the opportunity to examine the work of German Borge Dutch photographer and Ann Mia Wolf. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Oh boy. Another who wants to race for autism to 5K and 10K, April 5th. Oh boy. One tomorrow and one Thursday. Hey, you're you're the hippie. You like gardening and stuff. Oh yeah, they got gorilla gardening at Caledon State Park. You, I can grow my own gorilla. What? No, it's G U E gorilla, like uh, gorilla tactics. Okay, so surprise gardening. I suppose so. So I'm taking the garden by surprise. I'm I'm being the rebel to my own garden. Try I'm confused. Some- Try something new by helping us plant a wildflower garden behind your vi- the visitor center in a unique way. That sounds interesting. Yeah, they've already caught my attention. <laughs> I must learn more. Well, you go check it out. Oh, the book fair is probably happening all week, huh? All right. Like, hey, open mic with Larry Hinkle. Highmark Brewery, 7 to uh, 10 p.m. on Thursday. Beatles night at the Acoustic Onion. Free. Beatles night. Oh, yeah. 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. on Thursday, April 5th. So that's just some of the things that are going on this week here in Fredericksburg. Nice. This place is cooler than I thought. (laughs) Plenty of stuff to do. Plenty of stuff to do. Especially if you like to run. Run. Yeah, the 5Ks and 10Ks. Well, I mean, anything for a good cause is a good idea if you ask me. Oh, absolutely. See, I would have to do 1K at a time on this 5K or 10K. Yeah, I'm just not, you know, my heart's bigger than my... uh, cardio yeah way bigger <laughs> so i want to help but i don't want to have a heart attack can i walk for autism yeah i'm not gonna run i'll walk it mm. can i better yet can i just donate without the walking so that's just some of the stuff that's going on in fredericksburg uh usually we start with our weekends and such but we're now we're just gonna wedge in this like what's going on in fredericksburg in the next couple of days kind of thing that's cool that's cool so how yeah. was your weekend hillbilly Absolutely relaxing. What'd you do? Uh, a whole lot of nothing, honestly. I mean, I sat around, watched some YouTube videos, and did a little bit of video gaming. I wanted to get out and do some yard work, but it was just too darn chilly. Yeah, it was cold. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to plan for the garden and get everything going there. Got some vines killing the trees that need to be taken out, and I pretty much got them killed, but got these ugly vines climbing up these two beautiful trees in the backyard. And nobody cared for them in the past, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you like doing that kind of stuff, I suppose, you find that relaxing? Oh, absolutely. Okay. You go out there barefooted, just connect to Mother Earth and... Hillbilly hippie, that's for sure. Anything else? What, what, what video games do you play? What YouTube channel? Uh, YouTube channel and all over the place, man. Uh, the most interesting thing I saw was this three hour three-part thing on the theory of the holographic universe 
Uh, okay, three hours? Yeah, it was a three-part. Each part was about okay. an hour. All right. <laughs> it just, I actually stopped playing, uh, I think I was playing uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands at that point in time. I stopped playing just to watch the thing. It's, it's I don't know what, what to think about it, but it's a, they had some interesting experiments. Yeah. It would take too long to go into a whole heck of a lot of it, I mean, so we can talk about it later if you want, but... It was worth listening to. For Did they mention quantum tunneling and quantum foam? Quantum phone? foam? Foam. Foam. No. No, because then I went into the mind of a foam party. But no, they didn't mention that. They were, in a nutshell, it's all about how the theory is that the human mind is nothing but a gigantic radio antenna that receives information from, quote unquote, the field or the energy that makes up all matter in the universe that we receive this information and download it in our mind, then translates it into the physical universe that we actually see. So the physical universe supposedly doesn't exist according to this theory, that it's all being constructed inside our mind, and our mind is making what we feel to be the physical world. So it's way out there. Yeah. It was interesting. It's like a matrix theory. Yeah. You you wasted three hours on that. It entertained me. Okay, fair enough. Did you see any ads? Uh, dear YouTube, I will pick skip ad every time. <laughs> I think they know that they're <laughs> they're hoping for somebody to walk away. You know? <laughs> oh, they walked away. Yep. <laughs> they're, they're waiting for people like who just leave it running in the background. Yeah, you know that's why they have the autoplay feature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, great! That's great. Okay, well that was your weekend, huh? Yeah. What was my weekend like? Uh, well, you know, Axel and I, kind of on the outs. He's still mad at me about the Razor thing, and I'm I'm trying to tell him, you know, and I haven't been out to party with him a whole lot because he's still mad about me shaving shaving my pubes in his bathroom and using his razor, and he wants me to replace all his razors. And I'm just like, I don't care if you're Axel Rose. I don't care if you're, you know, uh, Paul Stanley, you know, because, I mean, before that, it was, it was Paul Stanley's house. I shaved my pubes. It's just, I don't know if it's like, a, it's just a thing of mine. I don't know. It's just, I get drunk and I shave my pubes off in celebrities' houses. I don't know. Hey, man. <laughs> Every man's got their fetishes. I don't know if it's a fetish or it's just like an impulse thing. It's like, I want, you know. <laughs> I'm hey, not, not going to finish that thought. This is this is disturbing. Hey, at least you're going with the rock stars who are male. You know, if you went over to like, yeah, I just went over to, uh, I'm drawing a complete blank on a female. Miley, Miley Cyrus. Uh, I just went shaved my pubes over at Miley Cyrus's house. That might come with a set of charges. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? With Axel's pissed as he is. I want my razors. I didn't use the blades, man. That's all I could say, Axel. I didn't use the blades. I knew because I could tell by the stubble there was no way I used a blade down there. I mean, plus common sense. I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an adult male. There's no way I want a knife near my junk yeah but i'm i'm afraid if you didn't use the razor you must have okay i don't want to know about you you don't want to know about this (laughs) (laughs) okay we're down the rabbit hole far enough i I might have to find some way to scour my brain to get this this story out of it but go ahead well no no it's just yeah he's mad i mean you used to have fun times we'd go go to parties and stuff like that moo it i love it and (laughs) Stuff like that. That was always fun. Just Lyle Lovett's in there. Just a moo. <laughs> moo. And he'd get pissed off and storm off. It's so fun to fuck with Lyle Lovett. Oh, man. Oh, did I just break something? Okay, no. Oh, Tom, he's off in Florida. Nice. Uh, so I guess we're about, what do we got, 15 minutes in? What else did I do this weekend? Uh, I did some videos on my YouTube channel, Madman Lowercase. I believe I mentioned that. Uh. You still owe me a fart. I'm, you know, what's sad is I, I usually need about four beers in me before I start getting real rippy. So maybe I could do it by the time uh, uh, Blow the Deck is on. Because uh, apparently I might have to stay for that. It's just one of these things. Responsibilities when you're the helmsman. You know, you got to stay on the wheel. You know what? That would almost be more entertaining. Instead of being on the Shop Monkeys radio show, where it's supposed to have happened. It's all of a sudden, in the middle of below the deck, just run in, hang on, grab a bike. Yeah. 
what the going on don't worry about it I, I had a 10th subscriber and i made a promise that once i get 10 subscribers i would fart live on the air unfortunately i can't work one up right now here's your mic back <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing ek is going to make me take this mic home it's your mic now <laughs> it's your mic now cheap way to get a mic i guess i guess i'll just fart on the most expensive one i think it's this one i'm on right now actually <laughs> free mic that's how you get mics free mic maybe that's how ek got all these just far. Ooh, that's a nice microphone. Mine now. Sir, leave the store and take the mic with you. <laughs> I hope not, because that means every single one of these microphones has been farted on by UK. Well, at least they're each individual. Uh, each individual mic has its own individual flatus, so, so right. it's uniform. I'm, I'm gonna up our volumes and just lean back a little bit, okay? <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Oh, boy. No, Tom. Uh, here's my next article, 15 minutes in. Sorry I'm white. Not like I had a choice in the matter. That's all I have to say about this article. Uh, this is an article I read on Fox News, and it kind of triggered me a little bit. Uh, Christians and white people get unmerited perks and live easier lives, George Washington University Seminar says. Uh, GWU is hosting a seminar on combating, quote, Christian privilege in America. According to the event description, students in a 90-minute training session will learn about the ways American Christians receive things they don't deserve and are not worthy of getting. How do we acknowledge that Christians receive unmerited perks from institutions and systems all across our country? The Multicultural Student Services Center, MSS. C at GWU is hosting a what the heck okay friggin ad popped up jerks YouTube was listening yeah according to the according to the event's description students in a 90 minute training session will learn about the ways of receive things that they don't deserve or not worthy of getting okay multicultural center Christian privilege Christian privilege but our founding fathers were all Christian, right? Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. Thursday, as part of a Excellence in Leadership Seminar, as first reported by the Christian Post. According to the website, MSSC Associate Director LGBTQ Resources Director Timothy Kane. Timothy Kane will discuss how American Christians have easier lives and get built-in advantages over non-Christians as well as making, quote, room for all religious and secular identities on an equal playing field. But the Christian Pilvage Seminar doesn't just focus on one religion, it also singles out a race, white people. Students will learn about white privilege specifically and the role of denial when it comes to white privilege. See what they just did there? We can't say that that's not true. I'm going to stop reading this article, because I'm obviously triggered. Yeah, they put you in a box there. Yeah, um, and that's wrong, but I can't say it's wrong because of the color of my skin. Sound, sounds, a, sounds a little bit like racism. And I'm just going to say that. And, uh, oh, you can say whatever you want. It's how it'll be perceived is going to be the question. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't think that I get any advantages just because of my skin color or what church I go to. You know, if anything... <sighs> this is going to sound arrogant as hell, is that I, I feel pressure to be better, you know? But I think that's more of a, a, a goal of any human being, is that you want to be the kind of person that is uh, a fine representative of who you are. Mm-hmm. Who you are being everything, including your race, your religion. It's like, oh, I want people to say, he's a fine Christian. He's not in your face. You know, he's... He's like, you got to convert now. He's not like that. He's not that douchebag Christian. He's like, but if you ask him, he's like, hey, what's this deal with Christianity? I'll tell you everything I believe about it. Right. But I'm not going to be out there hitting you in the head with my Bible saying, you need to convert or you're going to go burn in hell and stuff like that. I find that stuff ridiculous. Right. It's not like that Blind Melon song, uh, The Pusher, where you're out there pushing the Bible right in everybody's face. Right. And so, I mean, and that's just not, not for me. You know, additionally, I'm poor. I've always been poor and, you know, white, just because there's a lot of rich white people 
doesn't mean all white people are rich. You know, that's kind of stereotyping. You know, I've always been poor. I've always had to work, you know. So, I mean, it's right. I'm lucky that at 40 years old, I have the time and energy to do things like podcasts and YouTube because it's what I want to do. Right, and let's face it, it's not because you get you can do it all by yourself. You've got you can get help from that. You know, it's a collaboration with you and Tom and EK, you know. It's not you don't have the resources to pull this off by yourself. Exactly. Cuz I spent all my money on beer. Yeah, that's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> that is my choice. But uh You know, I understand people feeling disenfranchised. I understand that you feel like Rich white people are getting in your way. I understand that you know people like Trump are a douchebag and they're a big problem in our country. But I'm not Trump. You know, I'm not every white guy that was mean to you. Right. I'm not every Christian that was in your face trying to push this agenda on you. And I think that a Christian coming up and say convert or burn, you know, is just as dangerous as this kind of seminar. You know, in the sense that you know you start singling out. White people, Christians, I mean, that's dangerously cl close to persecution. And believe me, there's nothing more than Christians want more is to be persecuted. They say, oh, it's all going to happen again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like, oh, God, please don't do that to them. They want to be they martyrs. Exactly. They want to be martyrs. So don't. Don't do that. So, I mean, that's just, that's what triggers those white Christians to go all, I don't know, Christian-y jihad. See, I saw something, and I, literally, I just saw it, and I read about three sentences into the article, and then I realized I didn't care. It was this thing where Christians were getting upset because Google did not put one of their doodles up for Easter. Doodles? Yeah, you know how they changed their logo oh, okay, on, yeah. ho on holidays? And it started off with, uh, Christians are upset because they didn't put uh, a doodle up for celebrating Easter, but they'll put up... Uh, doodles for any random quote and in quotes woke person day referring to non-christians who people who are into this new age spirituality consider themselves to be awakened so they quoted it as woke people any woke person day like a, let's say charles darwin some people considered him to be woke if they celebrate charles darwin uh, so a doodle up there for charles darwin charles darwin's good lord birthday and well, he's woke but they wouldn't sew something up for Easter. Google put out a statement saying, well, we don't do any holidays. They don't sew one up for Christmas. They sew one up for the December holidays. Right. They don't put up holidays for, uh, uh, put up doodles for religions. Well, and I got about three sentences into that, and I was like, yeah, I don't care. This is a stupid argument. Oh, they didn't put up something that we wanted, so we're going to complain about it. Well, that's what I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's that's what stinks. It's like if somebody complains, then all of a sudden this multi-billion dollar you know, juggernaut who has millions, billions of people going to their website every day, you know, and then you put up a Christmas tree, you know, or an Easter egg. It's like you have an icon, like you have Google and the two O's are Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. All right. You're going to have right wing Christians complaining. Is that, well, you, you're not going to put a cross on there. Right. You know, how about an empty tomb and stuff like that? Mm hmm. How about the instead of being Easter eggs? Why? Because of the round rock that covered Jesus's uh, exactly. tomb, and then you've got uh, then you would have people who were non-Christian that yeah. follow other religions complaining. It's like, well, we don't celebrate Easter. Yeah. Why was this on there? We don't. Why that don't was offensive have, to me. Yeah. Why don't you have a Why don't you have a special uh, icon for uh, for uh, Kwanzaa? Or Ramadan. Ramadan. Exactly. And so, I mean, that's kind of the problem with when you're so used, like Google, mm -hmm. is that you can't really side anyway because no. you're going to piss people off in the thousands. I mean, it's one thing that we have three listeners right now, and whoever, uh, who knows how many are going to listen to it in the future, right? You know, is um, you know, it's going to be bad if it's easy for me to say horrible shit right now on this show with three listeners and whoever's going to listen to it in the future. All right. But if I had six billion people listening to this show right now, you know, there there could be a mob outside the house. Yeah, absolutely. Outside the studio. They want my blood, you know. 
because he made that joke about Axl Rose, and Axl Rose heard about it because so many other people heard about it. Mm-hmm. You know, right now I can talk all the trash I want about Axl Rose. You know, I get five billion listeners. Next thing I know, Axl Rose is outside my house. You never shaved your pubes in my place. If so, I want it in. <laughs> oh, great! He now he's would gonna kick want me. my ass. Yeah, he's gonna kick both of our asses. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. E.K. Uh, Axl Rose is drunk, <laughs> and he's got a baseball bat, and he's pacing outside the studio. But he's not coked out this time, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, Axl, I am so sorry, but I don't owe you those razors. Hey, I saw a video on YouTube um, by the pop culture detective. It's entitled The Adorkable Misogyny of the Big Bang Theory. And so, here's the question I have to ask you. Do you think that the Big Bang Theory, the show, is misogynist? Just off-the-cuff answer. No. Okay. I will say this. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Sheldon, he has a clear contempt for women, I think. I think that's obvious. Uh, his inability to understand, his inability to relate to them. But it's kind of played off because, well, he can't relate to anybody. Right, I think you know, he's... Uh, but there is a little bit of contempt there, you know, and if you've seen his mother in the show, I mean, you can understand why, you know, if that's what how he was raised. Right. It's like, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that that's obvious. Um, we could talk about Howard for a second, all right? <laughs> he's, a, <laughs> he's a bit of a creeper. Bit. Yeah. Hardcore creeper. Little bit, he can't take no for an answer. You know, and I mean that's misogynist in many ways. If you know, if we just keep going at a girl or throwing innuendos at it, hoping you know some girl's going to pick it up, or is that just stupidly determined? But that's that's the point. That was the point of this video is that he is. Uh, it's all played off because they're all kind of unrelatable to, you know, popular people, and you know, in any way, you know what I mean. Uh, they're not outgoing people. Right. And so it's all because because they're so awkward about it and it's kind of funny and endearing. You, you can kind of laugh off the the fact that Howard is being stalkerish. Ish. Okay. Stalkerish. I, I follow you. Yeah. And you can see that, you know, just because she, oh, Sheldon he's special. You know, you could just wave that off as Sheldon be, Sheldon's just special and he can't relate to anybody. So it's not sexist. But no, I mean Sheldon. He's saying he says some real sexist shit sometimes. Oh, good God! You there know was the one episode where he had that assistant. Yeah, the the female assistant, and he got in he, trouble with the female uh, dean or whatever. The uh, the uh, what was it? The head of his department or whatever. HR department. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he just and and then it's all just laughed off. It's like that Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and but I mean, you don't. You know, you got to really look at it. Take a good look at it. Take a deep dive on the, on a uh, on the Big Bang Theory. But at the same time, you got to realize it's a show for entertainment. They're not trying to, at least as far as that goes, they're not trying to make a deeper statement of something like that. Google's just a search engine. Exactly. You know, they're not trying to make a statement by changing their icons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, if nobody watched the Big Bang Theory, nobody would know what I'm talking about right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, that's the issue. Is like the more popular you get the more homogenized you need to become you just got to realize you're going to piss somebody off you can't make everybody well i'm i'm content with pissing somebody off every now and then until people start shooting at me i guess you know and then it depends on how good of their aim is whether or not it even matters well uh, my mind just went down this rabbit hole of like possible scenarios where this job might actually get me shot (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to imagine this anymore (laughs) okay what are we talking about big bang theory let's talk about raj for a second can't even talk to women sober right i can relate to you raj i really can i really do excuse me a second you know in the past i've been not so much that i couldn't talk to women when i was sober i was just I would go through my head like, well, do I say, do I say this? Do I say that? Do I say that? Second guessing myself so much to the point where I'd almost not say anything or that I missed the opportunity where the yeah. window opening was. Yeah. That's me. You put a little liquor in there and it's like, I don't care how, oh, I'm how sure. much of my foot enters my mouth. It's <laughs> Or or you, you say a retort 
a clever line like way too late. Yep. You know, you've done that. You're mm-hmm. just like, what's what's the best thing to say? Yeah. And the conversations, okay. the conversations moved on. And then you come up with a smart ass re- response, and they're like, "Way too late, dude!" Like, yeah. damn it! Absolutely, timing's everything. We were that was like so twenty minutes ago. <laughs> no wonder you've been so quiet. But yeah. Raj, let's talk about his misogyny for a second. Um, usually he's a nice guy, mm-hmm. right? But women come around, he freezes up, can't talk. He locks up, gets uh, gets a drink or smokes something. Hey, all of a sudden. He can talk. He's loquacious and charming. But sometimes it gets out of hand. He gets inappropriate. And you can see, like, he gets a little bit more like Howard in the sense of aggressiveness with women. You know, because he, he's like, oh, I can finally talk to you now. You know, like, I got a drink in me. I can finally talk to you now. And then he keeps pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing. Wait, you haven't seen my penis yet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean... You can see how that could be misogynist. Who's the last guy? Leonard? Yeah. He's probably the nicest, the least misogynist of all the characters. However, he will actively joke with them in a misogynistic way. You know? He will not confront them on their own sexism, or racism, or because I mean, there's all of this stuff that mm-hmm. goes on the show. There's racist jokes about Howard because be Jew- uh, he's Jewish. Right. Uh, racist jokes, uh, jokes about Indians because of Raj. Oh, but you, all over the place. All over the place. And it's all just played off. And it's like, oh, they're friends. And they're all goofable, goofy, lovable idiots, you know, you know, we're smart guys, smart guy idiots. Right. <laughs> you know, and so, and so I guess Leonard's sin is his apathy towards trying to correct them. It's like, because uh, a lot of this stuff is pretty much focused on, on uh, uh, Penny. Yeah. You know, the misogyny mm-hmm. is pointed at her. And he ends up with her, you know? And it's like, um, now that she's your girlfriend, dude, you're going to s- speak up about all this sexism and misogyny that you guys are always constantly joking about? It's like, no, because there's a laugh track. There's a laugh track. And they're just like, oh, we're just idiot dorks. <laughs> Whoops. They're breaking stuff. Yeah, well. So what do you think about all that? Do you think that they're misogynistic now? I think you're trying to ruin the Big Bang Theory for me. Well, I hate that show, so yeah. I love that show. (laughs) I think it's one of the best written shows on TV. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You ever seen Arrested Development? Uh, Once or twice. Oh, my God. That show is way better. It might be. It is better. But I relate to those guys because I was the I was the computer guy back when I, I was 15 and I had my first job repairing computers and I was the the adorable dork or adorkable if you want to use that bad English <laughs> I word. don't yeah I don't like that yeah <laughs> but you know so I relate to that show quite a bit I mean and yeah there is some uh, especially now the way you just brought it up the way that video taught it to you there are the, <laughs> those issues I was already aware of the uh, the the racist jokes in there but at the same time i think we as a society take uh and this is going to come out so wrong but i don't care we take racism a little too seriously i mean you can make jokes like ek was saying last week you can make jokes about it about other people and even ourselves i mean i i'll be the first one to crack off a white joke and i'm white yeah at my own expense because you know what it's funny yeah and you know what but this the fact that uh, you take it too far, and we will not even be able to talk to anyone at all. Period. Right. You can't open your mouth without offending somebody. And there's something wrong with our society that that is we've allowed ourselves to get to that point. Well, I mean, if you if you're talking about it like from a, a woman's perspective, all right, and how um, uh, the patriarchy works, all right, mm-hmm. they could say that looking at the Big Bang Theory is that all all of these sins of the sexism are forgiven because of laugh tracks, because, oh, misguided, too smart for their own good guys, but you know? Who's the more powerful characters on that show? Penny, Bernadette, yeah. uh, Bernadette, Amy. Yeah. 
they are actually superior to the the guys in many many ways, and they're portrayed uh, portrayed that way, and it's done really well. They're very strong female characters. All right. Well, some pissed off women out there might disagree with you. There's just a uh, lot of people that are going to disagree with me. <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, additionally, you know, the women are objectified. Oh, I agree, one hundred percent. In in especially in that show, you know. They're always talking about, oh, it looks, looks great, you know, and stuff like that. Oh, well, the first season, Sheldon's sister, who I don't think has ever made another appearance. Uh, appearance on the show. But, yeah, extremely objectified. So, I mean, that's – so I think that that's from a woman's perspective in the sense that is it okay to be sexist like that just because it's cute and funny and, and a joke or racist like that, even if, if even if it's a joke? Yes, some people may take things too seriously, but – if you want to change the way people think, you got to change the way people talk. And I mean that in a very literal sense is like you know, the way you speak is the building blocks of your, the way you think. And so you need to reorder your mind and starting with your verbal ability, reorder your mind, not to, not to make sexist jokes, watch, find a better way to make a joke. Watch your thoughts for they become your words. Watch your words for they become your actions. Watch your actions for they become you. Was that from uh, uh, episode two, the the George Lucas sells out? What was that? Um, or was it episode one, Phantom Menace? I did no idea. If it was, was that a, was that a Jedi not. quote? Literally, I read that on a buddy of mine's Facebook page like 10 years ago. You remember stuff you read 10 years ago? I thought it was a cool quote. Say it again. Watch your thoughts for they become your words. Watch your words for they become your actions. Watch for your actions, for they become you. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Same friend also had another one that was about friendship that was hilarious. Okay. Friendship is like pissing your pants. Everyone can see it, but only you get that warm feeling that comes with it. (laughs) I do like that one. I do like it. My friend Robert says, that's not a Jedi quote. I know it's not a Jedi quote. <laughs> I was making a joke. See, this is see, like, I'm like, Robert, we need to get you on the show, but there's some way we can download a sense of humor to you real quick. Can't do that. If the holographic universe theory is correct, then maybe we could download one from the Matrix. <laughs> if only. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> Show me. I wonder if that'd be like, like the number one first downloaded thing. It's like if if people could start downloading inf- knowledge into their brain, it was like it was like a and the government announced today that people can start downloading stuff into their brain from the government. And the number one most downloaded thing is kung fu. No. <laughs> what would be it, the f- porn? Download porn into your brain. Yeah. You just, think? Just think about it. What if the, instead of like information, it's skills? That's what I mean. Okay, strictly skills. Because what we're talking about with uh, like the Matrix kind of download thing is more like skills he was downloading. Then I go back to porn. Porn skills? Yeah, to be better in bed. Better at sex? Yep. Number two, Kung Fu. <laughs> Baby, I just learned the tornado tongue. And Kung Fu. And Kung Fu. That would be interesting if we could start downloading skills into our brains. What would be the top, the trending... The trending downloads from day to day. Right. (laughs) Today, crocheting is a top trending. (laughs) Which is a rise up from last week's most trended download. The ability to sing like Miley Cyrus. Oh, man. It would destroy the music industry. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, poor Miley. My little trailer park queen. (laughs) Don't don't kid yourself. She's been rich a long time. I understand that. You can take the girl out the trailer park. You can't take the trailer park out the girl. <sighs> That's true. That's true. All right, you want to get into the news worth knowing? We're about 40 minutes in. Sure, if it's worth knowing. Yeah, I was talking to you. Because, you know, news is friggin' boring. Aye. Is that an aye? Aye. Aye. Aye, aye. All right, shipmate, calm down. Um, so, yeah, news is boring, and so I have to sit there and literally scour 
the news for news stories I actually want to read. And this is just like, this goes back to the days where I actually read newspapers, you know? And I used to read a newspaper, like, cover to cover, you know? Because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was how I was reading back then. Even the obituaries. Yeah. I, I read it all, and I was trying to work on... uh photographic memory trying Mm -hmm. to work on that so i was just trying to absorb as much as possible i don't have a photographic memory by the way uh but i did develop my memory skills by trying to figure out if i had one um but after a while i would i just started skimming and i got real good at skimming and the only news stories i would stop is like wait a minute teen snorts teen snort condoms (laughs) oh i'm reading this article slowly so this is the article i found today Apparently, there's a condom challenge out there where teens are snorting condoms and then pulling them through their mouths in a disturbing new trend. This comes from Fox News. It leads with Tide Pods are so January. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the shortest way you could say people are going to find the dumbest things to do no matter what. Right. You know? (laughs) Now teens are taking on an even grosser challenge in pursuit of internet fame. And this one is making stomach turns that is disgusting as it is dangerous. The latest challenge involves snorting a condom up one nostril, inhaling, and then filing, finally pulling it from the throat out of the mouth. Oh, my God. Like other viral fads, this one has now been, uh, has been around for years, but it's just now catching fire on social media, mostly on YouTube. Uh, health authorities warn that the new, quote, game poses a real risk and could kill. Yeah! No doubt. Yeah. Anything that goes up one's nose can damage the sensitive inner lining of your nose, causing an allergic reaction or or result in an infection, wrote Bruce Wiley, associate professor of international health at Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. That was in a column in, Th- in, in Forbes. Uh, the condom could easily get stuck in your nose or your throat. There's a nasal cavity up there. Right. Yeah, that's where boogers are stored. All right. The condom could easily get stuck up there in your nose or your throat, blocking your breathing and causing you to choke, he added. I can't oh, believe man. they had to explain that. All right. Even if you managed to successfully pull the condom out through your mouth, inhaling a condom up your nose would be very uncomfortable and be quite painful. Uh, would it really be worth it just to get more likes and views? Sorry, dude, but yes. What? Sorry. People, this is why people do this stuff. You but it's, you're saying it's worth it? You would do it? I'm not going to do it. Why, do you have a condom? I haven't bought one in like 10 years. I'm always prepared. I'm not going to do it. We don't have any video cameras, so that's why. That's the only reason why. Not because it's r- ridiculously stupid and all the oils and stuff you're shoving up your nose. Spermicides. Spermicides. Lubricants. Right. And th- the article goes on to mention all that stuff. Uh, thank you for sparing me. <laughs> oh, it makes you think if they're going to go that route and do something that stupid, are they at least using like like the smaller, thinner condoms? Or are these dumbasses going out and buying magnums, French ticklers, ribbed, no. cleaning oh, out their sinuses? Oh my god, yeah, French ticklers, yeah, that would clean out your sinuses <laughs> good. Uh, the ribbed ones, yeah, they would be tough too. Yeah, yeah. I guess you get those ultra thin. I suppose you, if you could do the lambskin. If you have, like, allergies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm allergic to latex. I can't do the condom talent. Here's a lambskin. <laughs> Snort it. Damn it. <laughs> thought I was free and clear. There's a good lord. And I thought cocaine was the worst thing you could put up your nose. Oh, no. There's all sorts of weird things you could put up your nose. All sorts of weird things. Apparently, condoms. Which I didn't, it never would occur to me to do. I would never have thought up this challenge in a million years. I mean, because I guarantee you this is thought up by some 15-year-old idiot. Yeah. And idiot, at least. Yeah. And so, because it just seems like an idea a 15-year-old kid would come up with. You know? I'm going to get a condom. Suck it up my nose. Because I know it's all connected to my throat. That's going to mm-hmm. be awesome. Yeah. That's, that's a 15-year-old idea right there. Yeah, okay. All right, because I'm 40, and I would never, ever in a million years, it's like, I wonder if I could snort that into my nose. You know, necessity is the mother of invention. And yes. if this person is trying to invent a way to get on YouTube, I still can't equate how that 
think that someone would come up with the idea of putting that there. You know? It's just... What? Maybe it was a 15-year-old idea from a guy who thought he was going to have to use the condom. Then he was worried about it was going to expire. He's like, I'm never getting laid. I've got to re- recoup my investment somehow. <laughs> I'm getting back this 25 cents. <laughs> They're way more expensive now, man. Don't kid yourself. Uh, some of them in bathrooms are only uh, 25 to 50 cents. I don't know what bathroom you're going to. What, what bowling alley? <laughs> uh, it's out in Illinois, so you don't want to know. <laughs> I've been to Illinois. Oh, yeah, I've been to Illinois. Okay, well, snorting condoms, that's a bad idea. Just putting that out there. I don't know if you knew or even it occurred to you that that's probably a bad idea. That is your FXBG public radio public public service service announcement. announcement. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You are welcome. Don't snort condoms. Don't eat Tide Pods. The more you know. Don't take a spoonful of cinnamon. Oh, God, I remember that. What happened to the days when the the fad was flipping half-filled water bottles and making them stand up? Go back to that, kids. That's safe. Ish. Safe-ish. You might break a lamp. <laughs> Your mom might spank you. Well, wait. Yeah, right. Nowadays, there is no more spankings. But it won't even go there. But you might break a lamp. You might get in trouble. You might get grounded. You might lose your phone. But at least you won't die. Right. Uh, you're new to the show, so um, are you aware of my fear of horses? It's not a fear. It's a, a, a genuine ha- hatred of horses. I learned about it about an hour and 15 minutes ago when you gave me the heads up on this coming story. Uh, a pony riding teen orders carrots at a McDonald's drive through All right, 15-year-old girl was out for a ride on her pony, Savannah, when she decided to treat her four-legged friend to a bite to eat. Well, that's sweet. Is it? This animal is carrying her around. It is working. It deserves fuel. It deserves that treat. What is she going to do? Ride it around and not give it food? That's animal cruelty, my friend. All right. Wallace Crookshank steered <laughs> Savannah into a McDonald's drive-thru. I, see, I, that's a tough name. Yep. Crookshank? I, I, I'm going to keep this, my mouth this, shut. This, this is, yeah, this is the UK, dude. All right. Uh, steered Savannah... Into a McDonald's drive-thru in Cleethorpe's, UK, where uh, they had been riding. While Crookshank's parents stayed in the background recording. Rich girl. Rich girl. <laughs> the hollow notes just jump in your head, too? Yes, it did. <laughs> okay. As you know, it don't matter anyway. You can't rely on the old man's money. <laughs> McDonald's has a policy, mind you. That allows only road-going motor vehicles in the drive-thru lane. The drive-thru facility is designed for motor vehicles and on balance. We are concerned that use by cyclists would compromise their safety, though. Through. Oh, this this is in the UK. The necessary, necessarily close proximity with motor vehicles. The limited visibility of cycles, particularly given to the sharp corners of the drive-thru lane. And difficulties carrying food and bikes and retaining full control of a bicycle. We are able to serve Class 3 mobility scooters. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's okay to serve a horse? However, the fast food chain made an exemption exception for the teenager and let her buy uh, a, a bag of baby carrots for the horse, for the pony. In the video, she was surprised McDonald's let her through with her horse, but she said that uh, Savannah didn't seem to complain after the employees hand over the carrot sticks. <laughs> oh, okay. I know why we're here now. Right? Are those for me? <sighs> anyway, that girl should have been arrested. Why? Because she is feeding an evil animal. And I think that should be an arrestable offense. Additionally, McDonald's has a policy that says horses cannot be served, and they just made an exception because it was cute and they're filming. All right. So. Yeah, okay. They horses broke their evil. own policy. Horses are not evil. They are most certainly evil. All right, I'm going to move in on to another positive story, because horses are evil. <laughs> uh, South Carolina boy, nine, saves a man from, crush, from being crushed by a car. Quote, he's my guardian angel, 
South Carolina boy was hailed as a hero after he used a carjack to save a man from being completely crushed by his Mustang convertible. On March 10th, Malachi Coffey, 9 of Sumter, was playing in his aunt's yard when he heard a cry for help. Running towards the screams, he found 65-year-old Alan Clemens pinned underneath his car. Clemens was underneath the car for over an hour after the vehicle slipped off the jack and while was ho- that was holding it up while he's attempting to remove the transmission. Damn, I, wonder, I hope uh, it wasn't loose. Right? <laughs> Sumter County Sheriff's Office, Ken Bell, told Fox News. Um, Bell said Clemens was close to giving up because the cries for help went unanswered until Malachi showed up. Malachi used the car jack to crank the vehicle off of Clemens before running to get help. He was able to get uh, one arm, this is Clemens, the guy under the car, uh, to help Malachi position the jack, just right, Bell said. Shortly after, Malachi's aunt called 911. Uh, Bell said Clemens was airlifted uh, from the scene to a nearby hospital. His injuries included a fractured pelvis and a few broken ribs, and some of his internal organs were bruised. Recalling the experience, Malachi told Fox News on Wednesday that he was really scared, but knowing that he helped Clemens makes him feel good. He added that he knew how to use a carjack because his great uncle had showed him how. I'm in shock he was able to use the jack, His April said April Coffey, the boy's mother. Um, I'm trying to find the quote so we can move on to the next article. All right. I'm absolutely floored. This is his mother. I'm so proud of him. That's who Malachi is. He's soft-hearted and just wants to help everyone. <sighs> All right. Uh, this is uh, what Clemens said of the boy. It was getting really hard to breathe. He truly is my guardian angel. Um, this is a quote from his mother who ends up quoting the boy, Malachi. He keeps saying, I don't understand why I'm getting all of this attention. All I did was the right thing. She said, but I've told him that not everyone does the right thing. Not everyone does something to save someone's life. That's, that's true. It's sad and true. Mm-hmm. And this innocent child just doesn't understand. I, I did what I thought I was supposed to do. Isn't that what I was supposed to do? And they're like, yes, but not everybody does what they're supposed to do. Out of the mouth of babes. Exactly. And so welcome to... <clears throat> the world man <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry Malachi I know you're not listening but you are my personal hero little buddy mm-hmm. thank you for being a good human being the world needs more people like you that just do go out there and they see a problem with the, and do go the right and thing help somebody else out without even thinking twice not even twice want to hear about a horrible a, a, a horrible story <laughs> oh wait is it another horse don't tase me bro <laughs> Don't, don't tase me, bro. <laughs> don't tase me, Mom. What? Mom deploys a taser on her son to wake him up for church, court documents say. A Phoenix mother was accused of giving her son a jolt with a taser to wake him up for Easter church services on Sunday, according to reports. Sharon Dobbins, 40, was arrested after she allegedly hit her 17-year-old son's left leg with a contact taser, Fox 10 reported, citing court documents. Dobbins reportedly told law enforcement she only sparked the taser and didn't actually use it on her son. An 18-year-old family member claimed to have witnessed the incident, azcentral.com added. Uh, The woman's son told police that Dobbins did use the taser and that he didn't want to testify against, but that he didn't want to testify against her. Eh, That sounds shifty. He did not not complain about any pain, but he did have two bumps on his leg where the taser made contact, according to reports. Uh, Dobbins was arrested Sunday on one count of child abuse. 17, that seems iffy. She reportedly, uh, was reported, reportedly released from jail on the condition that she could not initiate any contact with the arresting officer or possess any weapons, including a taser. What did she say to the arresting officer? That's what I want to know. Right. <laughs> Wait, when did, where is this and why what is this woman doing that she has the police have to get a restraining order against her <laughs> what happened at the arrest that's what I want to know I've never heard of a cop getting a restraining order on, on somebody arrested that woman's crazy I don't want her anywhere near me I want to know what happened at the arrest this, this news story is incomplete I wonder if the kids saw God I just, 
I was that kind of kid who'd be like, come on, time to go to church, time to go to church. And I'm like, I don't want to go to church. And so uh, <laughs> I was just that guy. It, but if my mom ever came in with a taser, she said, I'm going to tase you if you don't go to church. You bet your ass I'm going to church. Yeah, yeah my, my mom just used the switch, and that put enough fear in me. She came in with a taser. I'm running, yo. I'm putting on my Sunday best right now, Mom. I'm putting it on. <laughs> I'll be in a suit in three seconds. Exactly. I'll do the reverse quagmire, go from neck to clothes, and right. boom. Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> Don't tase me, Mom. You going to come at me with the taser? Well, I mean, if I could imagine, like, because there were literal conversations I had like this with my mom, where it's like, you get up and go to church. It's Easter Sunday, you know. And so uh, <laughs> I could, if we had a taser back in those days, she probably would have picked it up and been, like, sparked it, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And it maybe that's exactly what happened. She just threatened him with a taser, you know, and he got pissed and went and reported a crime. It could be. That could be the situation. But I think it's funnier that if she did use her taser on him, because I think that's funny. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of violence or use of any type of weapon on another human being unless it's a life-or-death situation. So therefore, I'm I'm not real big on the fact of liking the idea of her using actually using the taser. If she just sparked it and the kid overreacted, okay, that's a little funny. But if she actually used it on him, child abuse—he's seventeen. He can, he can depending on, depending on the state, he can legally have sex, and not and be okay. He's that's not no longer considered child abuse. He's no he's not an adult by the law standards, but he's old enough to take. Yeah, close enough. If you ask me. That that could be just a a simple assault. Yeah, probably. Um, we got about three minutes left. Um, there's a news story I had in here that's not coming up, and I'm sorry I can't get you any more details. But all I can say is that it was a story about a uh, one-armed catcher. I think it was 14. I don't know why the article's not coming up. But if you know anything about baseball, you know that, like, catching is one of those jobs where you kind of need two hands. Yeah. And um, he's good at it. I mean, I sit there and I watch the video. And uh, somebody pulled her string. I hate that thing. We need to get it out of here. <laughs> that Alexa thing. Anyway, um, but he will catch the ball. Flip the ball up while flipping the glove off, catch it in his hand, and throw it. So he could stop the double play. Yeah, he could throw it a second. That is impressive. That's awesome, right? That might be more impressive than uh, Def Leppard's drummer. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that is a little bit more impressive. Because, I mean, there's plenty of foot things you can do with drums. Yeah. A uh, lot of pedals that yeah, can a lot go of pedals, in there. Yeah. But, yeah, as catcher... I wonder if what would be like the hardest position. I don't know. I, I would have to say catcher. Yeah, I, I I was thinking about this earlier when you mentioned this story about, okay, you catch the ball. It's in your glove. The ball's in the glove. How do you get that out of there? Just the he thing, to, he the, tosses the glove up, and the ball comes up further, and he grabs the ball and throws it. So it kind of gives him an advantage. Because <laughs> if you think about it, the like catcher with two hands will have to do the transfer, you know, from – Hand to glove when he's just flipping off the glove and the ball, grabbing the ball in midair, and he's already high enough that he could just throw an overhand throw. Think about it. It may give him an advantage. Might, but, you know, if you're – typically, if you're in the catching position, you got your one hand right there next to your glove, so it's almost instantaneous to be able to grab it. And... It still takes time to transfer one hand to another. still takes time. Okay, we're about at 15 – got about 45 seconds till we reach the 7 o'clock mark. Um, yeah. Welcome to FXBG Public Radio, the new direction we're going in. Uh, check out my books on Amazon.com. Look for Scott L. Robbins with two T's and two B's. Please support me. Check us out on uh, YouTube. Search Madman Lowercase. Spell it all out. And what else? What else do we got? We got a uh, FXBG, oh, FXBGPublicRadio.com. And if you need to email me, madman at fxbgpr. 
www.thepodcastnetwork.com. And we'll get more information, more information on our websites as soon as we can. Uh, please support us. Tell, tell, tell five friends to listen to our show if you liked it. Anyway, I'm the Madman and I love you. Who are you? I'm the Hill Hippie. Hill Hippie. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. We love you. Peace.